worship in the name in which we were baptized, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith.
with you. Holy God, our righteous judge, daily your mercy surprises us with everlasting forgiveness. Strengthen our hope in you and grant that all the peoples of the earth may find their glory in you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Invite right, our kids to come up at this time. Come on up, guys. We need your help today. We have an important blessing for today, and I want you to be part of it. <laughs> yeah, sort of. So, we have, most of you probably go to um, the store to buy, to buy a blanket, right? Yep. Um, but, yeah, you guys can just stand and you, whatever, that's fine here. I'll stand up here with you. How's that? You might. My pal. All right. Um, and you go to the store, you buy a blanket. So what about what about this over here? Do you think we went to the store to buy it? No. You know what? It was made here. So a lot of these patches here are pieces of fabric that would have just been tossed away, probably. Not enough to make anything. But when you put them all together, they make this beautiful quilt, don't they? And these quilts will be, yeah, they're soft too. They have stuffing inside, kind of like a stuffed animal. Um, and then we have these school kits as well, and these, these are filled with notebooks and pencils and pens and all the things someone might need for school. And they go all around the world. Some places, there's barely enough money in the family to pay for school, and so there's not enough left over for the school supplies. So these can go to some young people just like you who are in school, but don't have enough for that, and it can be a blessing of God to them. And these quilts as well, after like a hurricane maybe or a tornado and people have lost their house or there's flooding and they can be wrapped in this blanket as a sign of being wrapped in God's love. Yeah. They have that because they're tied. That helps tie each little section off. As well. I'm, gonna, I'm kind of faking it here. I don't know. I've done it before. I think it holds everything together. Probably. Okay. All right. So I want you to come up and um, uh, come around this quilt and uh, the health kits here as well if you want to step back in there. And just put your hand on those. Now there are going to be hundreds more of these that are going off from here and all around the country, thousands of them all over the world. But they need your blessing today. So will you pray with me? Let's do a repeat prayer. Dear God, thank you for these quilts and the hands that made them. As they go, may they go with your spirit and be a blessing and promise of Jesus' love to those who are in need. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for coming up. There's no kids' word today because we're gonna, you're going to want to be here for, for all the service, I think, today. All right? Celebrate some of our older kids. reading from Romans. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For no human being will be justified in his sight by deeds prescribed by the law, for through the law comes the knowledge of sin. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed and is attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, 
They are now justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement by his blood, effective through faith. He did this to show his righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over the sins previously committed. It was to prove at the present time that he himself is righteous and that he justifies the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of boasting? It is excluded. By what law? By that it works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that a person is justified by faith apart from the works prescribed by the law. The word of the Lord.
Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. The gospel of our Lord. I invite you to be seated. We are truly made free in Christ. And today we celebrate the declarations that our young people will make. The gift that we have in Christ is a free gift simply received by faith. But what is faith? People think of it sometimes like forgiveness, like it's a one-time-and-done thing. But faith, like forgiveness, is a process, a journey through life, so that in the scriptures we hear, uh, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, service as a statement of faith. We hear the cry in the Psalms, Lord, how long? And that is a statement of faith. We hear the Father in the New Testament say to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And that is a statement of faith. And even the disciples, when Jesus is has been resurrected and is raised up into heaven, it says that they believed and doubted. So I invite you into this process with our young people as they share their statements of faith today. Hi, my name is Stephanie Schaefer. Um, I remember many firsts in my life. I remember my first best friend, Jonna, when I was two years old. I remember my first black eye that I got on my third birthday. <laughs> I remember my first day of pre-K when I decided to sleep through most of it. But I also remember when I got pneumonia. I remember when I was told that my mom has cancer. And I remember when I found out that I was adopted. To be honest, I don't remember the first time that I went to church. I don't remember the first time that I read the Bible or what verse it was. Maybe it was probably Genesis, but, yeah. <laughs> but I do know that throughout all of my firsts, God has been there for me. He has helped me through the pain and helped me through the good times. And I also know that throughout all my firsts to come, He will continue to be there for me. I know that he will be there through the ups and the downs and the good days and the bad days. I don't know everything, though. I don't know where I'll be in five years. I don't know where my faith will lead me. I don't even know what I'll be doing for the rest of today. <coughs> but the Bible tells me in 1 Peter chapter 1 that there is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. So even though I don't know everything, I know that my faith will always be there for me, especially because it is more precious to me than gold.
by Warden, and this is my faith statement. Um, now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. This verse really helped me understand what it means to put faith in God. You need to be able to have confidence in what you believe in and know deep in your heart that it is true. Through my confirmation journey, I've learned what it means to put faith in God. I had to do it when I had to teach little preschoolers during vacation Bible school. And I, I saw it when I met an empowering woman who, even though she is unable to attend church, she still finds ways to worship and put her faith in God. But even through seeing this, I still have questions. How does having faith make me who I am? I know I want to love God, but how do I do it? These things made it very difficult for me to write my faith statement because I want to know more and get the entire thousands-of-year-old picture. My mom helped me through it and told me that God gave me a scientific mind to question what I learned and that it is okay. It is okay to still have questions, to ask, and to still not know the answers. I have an entire life ahead of me to ask, question, and learn about my faith. So although I have plenty of more questions, I know my faith in God will guide me through my life and help me through my ups and downs. And even though I don't know where this will lead me, I know my family and my faith will help guide me through it. Thank you.
It was cool to see and experience a completely different culture. Despite our differences, God's love remained strong as we left our mark on the Blackfeet tribe and they left their mark on us. As one of the last steps in my confirmation journey, I attended the confirmation retreat at the refuge in Brennan a few weeks ago. We listened to the pastors and Wade speak about the theme, why this matters. After listening and thinking about it, I think I am beginning to understand why this matters to me. It matters because God loves me and always has and always will. It matters because now I know that God's never failing strength will be able to support me through the toughest days. It matters because I realize that God has allowed me to live footloose and fancy free and wants me to follow the impulses of my heart. And it matters because now I am ready to put my trust in God and continue on my faith journey. Thank you. Shalaya Mosby, and my Bible verse is, I know, is Jeremiah 29 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. When I was little, faith was activities at church like Sunday school, BBS, getting our spark Bibles, learning the songs for the books of the Bible, getting the glass cross when we graduated from fifth, sixth grade Sunday school and lighting one of the candles at the Christmas service. Faith slash church was something my mom made me go to because she said it was important. As I went into middle school, I really didn't want to participate in youth group, but again, my mom's voice was there telling me I had to. I started doing retreats, and I actually went to the middle nights. My friends were there, and I knew some other people from the retreats, and that led to my own motivation to go, and not my mother's. I started confirmation class with PJ, getting to know him more as the guy who stood up there and gave a sermon on Sunday. He will forever be the person that has pushed me outside my comfort zone by making me snowshoe, hiking up mountains, and trust hiking in the pitch dark. I don't know how many people text their pastor about Chance the Rapper. Now I'm a junior in high school. I met Sue at Sunday school, who always listened to me. Pam was one of our leaders in confirmation and became a mentor. When I was in Texas, it was cool to see so many people with the same beliefs as me all in one place. I added the element of service to my faith by working with the flood victims this last summer at the Sundance Festival in the Blackfeet tribe. Getting to see a different culture, seeing the differences and similarities between our faiths are important addition to my own. I know my faith will continue to change as I go through life, but I'm glad for my experiences and the people I've met here at Silverdale Lutheran Church. of faith is Ephesians 2.10. It reads, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. A few weeks ago, I went on the confirmation retreat to the foothills of the Olympic Mountains and saw this verse in action. We were surrounded by all of God's beautiful creation, and through the many meaningful conversations our group had with our pastors and other mentors, I realized that my faith is a constant climb of the ladder. I will sin and always have to work on my faith, but I know that God will support and love me no matter what. I know that it is from God's love and that he gives us our plans and gifts. He has gifted me with a great community. Oh, wonderful. 
family and friends, and a beautiful area to call home. I know that whatever God has in store for me, I will be prepared for because I can use his love and blessings as my rock. He has blessed me with a community that I can use when times get hard, and family and friends that will stay with me and support me in my life and faith journey. In church, there's another amazing community that I can rely on. Although I'm still confused on some aspects of my faith, I know that if this is part of my faith journey, and God has blessed me with the right relationships and resources to remain strong in my faith. He will always work on me to become a better follower of Him, to find my purpose in life, and to do good works. I want to thank all my grandparents, my family, and my God families, and friends, for making the trip out here to support me. It means a lot. Thank you. Saying that dance is my passion, heart, 
So while I may be very busy and occasionally overwhelmed, I'm grateful for everything in my life and the opportunities I've been given. My life is really great. I just started when I start at Olympic College. I have really supportive friends and family. I'm in a great relationship, made a little bit of money to walk a cute dog during the week, and get to dance every day with the people I love and call my second family. I've only got one small shoulder injury that's been around for like two and a half years now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little complicated. Finally, after two rounds of physical therapy, too many x-rays to count, and two different kinds of MRIs, I found out that I needed a shoulder surgery. My first thought was, wow, could have told you that like a year and a half ago. <laughs> December 16th marks the day that I've been dreading since all this started a couple years ago. I'm out for the entire competition season. At first I was sad, angry, and feeling guilty for wasting everyone's time and money. After a while, though, those feelings subsided enough for the sense of fear to come creeping through. I'd be lying if I said I still wasn't absolutely terrified, but not for the reasons you may think. Getting with surgery isn't the part that scares me. It's what might happen after the surgery that does. What if I'm not the same dancer? I've been told there's a chance it'll mess with my growth plates, and I might never be able to dance again, so that was pretty scary. <laughs> um, what if I become depressed because I can't do what I love? One question stands out more than anything, though. Why me? Did I do something bad? Is this a punishment for something I didn't know I did? While I write these questions, uh, my mind starts to wander into a spiral of thoughts that I can't control. Some are related, and some are just, wow, that's a cool pond, and I wonder if there are tadpoles in it. <laughs> I hit a point of writer's block, where I usually just give up and come back to what I was writing later. But I was outside, so I just took in the surroundings and appreciated where I was. It was easy to sit in peace since the confirmation retreat was at a lodge called the Refuge, which felt like being in a castle in the woods. As I filled with the pen that PJ had thrown at me earlier that day, something caught my attention. The writing on it was a Bible verse. Since I had no idea what to do, I figured I might as well just look it up and maybe it'll spark some inspiration. The verse was Joshua 1.9, and I had no idea what it was, so I flipped through my Bible once I found it. It read, I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I get it now. <laughs> PJ threw a random pen at me, and God was probably sitting up there laughing like, oh, she has no idea what's coming. <laughs> By chance, I got writer's block and decided to look up the Bible verse that would change the way I see things forever. My whole life, I had been asking God to give me some kind of sign that he was there by my side through all of this, and that everything that's happening is happening for a reason. In the one moment in my life where I wasn't looking for a sign, God gave me one. As I walked back to the lodge to escape the freezing weather, I spoke to God and said, I don't need you to give me any more signs because now I know you're there. Before the confirmation retreat, I had no idea where I was in my faith. When we were asked to write a faith statement, I was thinking to myself, how am I supposed to write about something I'm still confused about? It's like trying to write a scientific report on molecular structures when you study casual life. Coming home from this retreat, I had a different feeling. Yes, I'm still confused and unsure about a lot of things in my faith, but now I know I don't need to worry because God will always be there even when I'm feeling lost. gift to hear and experience the variety, and we will later welcome these 
young people as full adults in our faith community. For now, I invite you to rise as we sing together.
Yeah, I invite you to sit down. I was asked to be here today because uh, Pastor Jonathan was a little concerned that these compliments haven't totally gotten the whole faith story. My name is Johnny West. And I'd like to offer this song, Saved by Grace. It's my own artistic interpretation. Uh, it's, it's featuring uh, P2 and Justin on keyboards and a few other people at the end. I'm going to take these off though so I can see my own words. <laughs> Hit it, Justin.
This time I invite the conference to kneel and for other family and friends and sponsors who have been invited to come up to bless them as we lay hands on them and bless them this day. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up with Paige Elizabeth Phillips the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm her faith, guide her life, empower her in her serving, give her patience in suffering, and bring her to everlasting life. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Jocelyn Joel Ferber the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm her faith, guide her life, empower her in her serving. Give her patience in suffering and bring her to eternal life. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Oliver Thomas Larson the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm his faith, guide his life, empower him in his serving, give him patience in suffering, and bring him to everlasting life. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Jaden Michael Sansgard the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm his faith, guide his life, empower him in his serving, give him patience in suffering, and bring him to everlasting life. Amen. 
Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Carl Ronald Burchill the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm his faith. Guide his life. Empower him in his serving. Give him patience in suffering and bring him to everlasting life. We say it again. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Jacob Anthony Gassell the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm his faith, guide his life, empower him in his servant, give him patience in suffering, and bring him to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Audrey Lynn Berry the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm her faith, guide her life, empower her in her serving, give her patience in suffering, and bring her to everlasting life. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Shalea Marie, Mary Christine Mosby the gift of your Holy Spirit. Confirm her faith, guide her life, empower her in her serving, give her patience in suffering, and bring her to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I invite our young people to stand as their sponsors and families and Friends, return to their seats. I want to have you get a good look at them. <laughs> and as they return to their seats, I invite you to stand as you're able. And I'm going to give you words to repeat to them so that you can look them uh, in the eyes with your smiles of of faith as well.
Let us now rejoice with these sisters and brothers in Christ. And I invite you to repeat after me. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. Together, we will give thanks and praise to God. Together, we will give thanks and praise to God. Together, we will proclaim the good news to all the world. Together, we will proclaim the good news to all the world. And all of us said, Amen. Through the gift of the Holy Spirit, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God, you make all things new. Thank you for reforming your church, for reforming us and our relationships with each other and the world. Write the law of love on our hearts and send us out together to be Christ for the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Reform our relationship with all creation. Restore the good earth. Enrich soil, cleanse water, purify air, and teach us to do the same. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Reform our relationship with peace. Fill the earth with your peace, bringing an end to violence and war in our homes, our communities, our countries, and our world. Walk with those who suffer from this violence as they seek safety and shelter. Help us to learn to care for them. Lord, in your mercy. In this community, O Lord, we are all sinners and saints. In our dealings with one another, help us trust in your mercy, giving to others what you give us. Be with the leaders of Silverdale Lutheran as they prepare for the annual meeting in a few weeks. Walk with the congregation in decision-making. Lord, in your mercy. Be with all of our young people today who affirm their baptismal promises. Support them and surround them with a great cloud of witnesses. Walk with them in their faith journey and be present to them always. Lord, in your mercy. God, we remember many in our community, in our hearts today, who are in need of your love and care and healing, those who grieve, those who are recovering, those who face cancer, those who are deployed and serving our country and their families at home, and many we know who are shut into their homes and facing other struggles. We lift them to you, knowing that you hear our prayers through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And now may the peace of the Lord be with you all. And also with you. Greet one another with God's peace.
God of mercy and grace, we offer with joy and thanksgiving. Thank you. 